Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. I'm going to throw some stuff together today. I'm going to combine some stuff. A whole lot of stuff is going to be very incomplete, but I'm going to throw some stuff together because I just have a hunch in 15 minutes I might be needed. Okay, Joey Bart. Joey Bart is a name being discussed in correlation with, haven't used that term in a while, in correlation with Chris Bryant. What the entire trade would incorporate, I'm not sure. One thing I am rather sure of, when the Cubs make trades, usually chatter doesn't come from the Cubs' end. Witness the Jack Peterson trade. There was no discussion, no discussion, no discussion. It was final. If there's discussion going on, it very well may be coming from the other side. And there's stuff going on. But I don't think anyone has any confidence in saying anything about what the... We're hearing Chris Bryant and Joey Bart in the same tweet. That's about all we're hearing. I have no idea. Here's what I know about Joey Bart. Here's what I remember from him from college. He was that guy, six two six three six four, um, very good power, very good defensively, strong arm. I'm thinking the arm was probably a little bit better than the defense, but the defense was playing up. Uh, speed, not so much. Um, batting average, you know, get on base thing. Um, reasonably good for college, but as far as how that would translate to pros, that all ends up being a being based on how players um, adjust and develop. But uh, Joey Bart was a top draft pick, third overall, second overall, something like that. And the defense was there. The power was there. The question was, would he hit? And it's really tough to tell based on watching a college player against college pitchers with college strike zones and all that kind of stuff. Is this guy going to be able to hit a major league slider in five years? That's tough to tell. That's what the question is. That's kind of tough to tell. Bart's defense has been fine. He played a bit last year. Did okay, is the third guy in the Giants system, has gotten bounced up and down a bit this year, hasn't played much at all, and when he has played, he hasn't played all that well, but if Joey Bart is the guy, then he's going to have to be the starter. You're not going to trade for Joey Bart have him sit behind Wilson Contreras. You're just not going to do that. You're not going to start Joey Bart over Wilson Contreras. So there are a whole lot of moving pieces going on here, and it's almost certainly a case of Cubs ask Tampa something, Cubs ask the Giants something, Cubs ask Tampa something, Cubs ask Giants something. 
Cubs talk to the Mets. Cubs talk to the Giants. Cubs talk to the Rays. Cubs talk to the Giants. Cubs talk to the Astros. Cubs talk to the Phillies. Cubs talk to the Giants. Cubs talk to the Rays. That's what it is right now. And there's a whole lot of pieces in the air. And I hear enough, enough, enough about the White Sox. You might as well throw them in. They're probably being talked to as well. As far as who? As far as what? I don't know. But Joey Bart, in college, he looked like he was going to be a major league starter. It's really tough to tell. It's really tough to tell. And even right now, we can't tell. But then, of course, right now, we can't tell what's going on with Ian Happ. So, you know, you have a guy who's running, you just don't know. Um, is Joey Bart worth two months of Chris Bryant? Four, five years of Joey Bart worth two months of Chris Bryant? I don't know. Uh, there are discussions. There are discussions, and there are, you can go this way, you can go that way. Um, in the, Cubs pipeline. The thing that I found odd was in the four full season games, no team scored more than five runs. And in the game where somebody did score five runs, that was because Myrtle Beach and Augusta were tied at three into the bottom of the ninth and a two-run walk-off homer made it five to three. It was really good pitching. It was really good pitching and if you wanted to look at it that way, it was somewhat quiet slash boring baseball. There wasn't a case of Brennan Davis hits a home run and this guy goes three for four and this. Ian Hap, no, uh, Ian Miller had a good game for Iowa, as did Eric Castillo. For Tennessee, they scored a couple three. I think they lost four to three. I can't even remember who or what, but I think Nelson Maldonado was involved somehow. Brendan Davis didn't have a big game. Um, South Bend, Bryce Ball had a hit and a walk. They ended up losing 4-2. to two. Ryan Jensen went six innings. Fan 10 got charged with a loss. Manny Espinosa started for Myrtle Beach and again the pitchers generally did well neither in no games was it a case of where it was 11 to 7 or 9 to 1 or anything even remotely like that only one team scored over four runs now is because Augusta hit a two run walk off homer there just wasn't a whole lot of all that going on, which is absolutely fine. Um, it's a question of uh, keeping your stuff together, because between now and couple uh, Friday at 3 in the afternoon, there's going to be some moves, and we don't know what they are. Uh, if it ends up being Joey Bart, don't be afraid. He's not necessarily going to be an all-time superstar stud, but he is solid defensively, if nothing else. And the bat, I still think it can be there. He's just got to be allowed to hit. You know, it's like, here, here, 
go play, swing the bat, and figure it out. Um, a major league catcher is not going to figure out how to hit major league pitching, hitting minor league pitching. You have to do it against major league pitching. And there will be a learning curve if it ends up being Joey Bart. And I have no idea what it's going to be. There were discussions Tampa. There were discussions Giants. Then there's Tampa. Then there's Joey Bart being mentioned. Then there's uh, Giants might be interested in Ryan Tapera. Then there, I, there's so much flying right now. And, and most of it's garbage. But uh, I do think that... I wanted to pop on to mention briefly what happened in the minor leagues. Oh, by the way, in Mesa, Owen Casey hit a home run, and Reggie Preciado had hits in his first two trips. He was two for four, and Casey was one for three with a couple of strikeouts and a home run, and his at-bat was pending in the eighth inning when I went to another browser screen. Um, you know about all I do. There, there really wasn't a whole lot of um, major earth-shattering news, at least up until 10 minutes ago. Maybe something's happened by now, and it's about time I head back to find out if there is anything going on, because maybe I owe you guys another podcast in about four or five minutes. Um, if it's Bart, don't be scared. Don't be afraid. He made sense at the time of the draft. He is solid defensively. The Giants have started to draft more catchers than makes logical sense. So what they can do with that is they can give a guy a solid run. And if he hasn't taken to the position, they can trade him because they have, their, they have other guys behind him. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to go with. I will talk to you soon. Um, thanks for stopping by. I wanted to make sure that you knew a little bit about Joey Bart in case anything happens. I know you guys have been very good at listening to the podcast recently, particularly when I talk trade stuff. So knowing something about Joey Bart seemed like an applicable podcast. Um, quiet night, quiet night, quiet night, maybe. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a wonderful day tomorrow.